FMX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, the first one of 2022. Thank you for playing. Thank you for signing up. Thank you for uh, supporting the game. You can uh, pay for... Pay to play and win a bunch of great prizes, including a chance at four Yamaha motorcycles. Or you can uh, play for free, set up your um, league with your buddies and uh, do your own prizes. But uh, get your feet wet and uh, learn the game a little bit if you want to. But, uh, man, it's uh, it's been really, really successful. And we thank you people for playing each and every year. 2022 is uh, a little bit more normal than we've seen in the past. And looking forward to a great season of Pulpamex Fantasy. And thank you to all the companies that support the uh, the game with prizes and uh, and everything else. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, this podcast is sponsored by Fly, Pro Taper, Motorsport, 100%. When you look at Fly Racing, they got the new uh, Formula CP helmet. That Formula helmet is fantastic. It's quiet. It's lightweight. It's super safe. They've got a bunch of models with different shells, but the same great safety features on it. And uh, you can choose some different price ranges for you. Graphics as well look fantastic. Flyracing.com and uh, check that out. Or go to motorsport.com and uh, and order it up, man. It's easy to do. Motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. And uh, great dedicated team of gearheads there. And we have the Motorshot, Motorsport Whole Shot Challenge game this year as well on Pulp MX Fantasy. And it's free to play and you have a chance to win motorsport.com gift cards. So thank you to Motorsport for supporting us on uh, on the fantasy things. Those guys all play it down there. They love it. And uh, they're on board with the whole shot challenge this year in Pulp MX Fantasy. And uh, so thanks to Motorsport Fly, Pro Taper, uh, 100%. We'll tell you more about Pro Taper 100% in a little bit. Uh, let's talk Anaheim. Yeah, it's time. Let's talk Anaheim. The picks are up. And, uh, and you get to go ahead and uh, see what you can do for the opening Supercross of the year. First up, uh, from Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com, he is back in industry idiots for another year. And that is Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much, man. I'm I'm excited. Uh, weather is just horrific here in Idaho. So uh, going to Anaheim for the first time in a couple of years, getting back to racing, fantasy, of course, all of that sounds pretty awesome about now. Yeah, really, right. Uh, so thanks, thanks for coming on. Also from uh, Get and Athena, uh, he is in charge of the industry. It's league that JT is back in. It's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh man, I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. We got. Uh, you don't sound excited, Dan. No, I am. Sound we excited. Have... We have over $60,000 in industry idiots again. Um, deadline's tomorrow, so if you haven't signed up, you might want to get in. And then, yeah, a bunch of cool prizes. I've been getting all the prizes ready. I shipped most of the prizes, and, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of cool stuff in, lo- in order for this year, so I'm excited. So if you're listening to this podcast Thursday, January 6th, at the end of the night, Dan, like yep. at noon or, or what is it? Yeah, le- 11.59 p.m. Central Time. Um, okay, uh, so January sixth uh, is the deadline for industry idiots. Contact Dan on Instagram, on uh, yeah. Bat Signal, on Twitter. Uh, it's a hundred bucks to enter. Dan JT's in, so yeah, he got in early. I, I think there's just too much money there um, for JT to let it go, and he did really well no, last no, I, year I needed, for a while. I, I needed a minute. I needed to regroup, uh, talk to some people, go through some online therapy sessions. Uh, yeah, just kind of center myself. Are you doing I, the? I'm going to get millennial. Are you doing the therapy.com like the online therapies, or are you going to see somebody? 
Uh, I just Googled some free ones. I, okay. I don't really like pants or stuff, <laughs> right. so I just went through some really generic ones right. online. There's, there's one. My buddy Moser's got one. You might want to. He's free, I think. You can talk to him. Yeah, they're, his are always very sexual. Okay. Right. Not yeah, yeah. where I'm going with it. So. Right. Um, also on the line from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Yeah, Steve. What's up, boys? It is uh, fantasy time, and I've been in fantasy mode for a while now. I'm going to come on here and brag a little bit because I have never done it before, but I've re- I reached the championship in fantasy football twice in both leagues, and I won them both. 2022 is off to a fucking awesome start. Oh I'm going to win Fantasy Supercross 2. I'm in a great mood. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, sounds good. Uh, my my uh, my New Year's resolution, and I guess it's not really mine, I, I would really like Paul and JT on this podcast to not be so angry in 2022. That would I'm really – you, you get angry, absolutely. You're not angry right now, but you, you do I, get I, angry. I, I, I don't appreciate you putting me in the same channel of angry as JT. Dan, I, I, I Dan, feel like can, there's a big difference there. Dan, he is, he is. Is there a difference between Paul and JT? Yeah, uh, I mean they're the same. It, Thank it's you. So funny. Thank Paul, you. Paul actually beat me in the football championship. It was his first time, and and we've played it for ten years together. First time making the final, and at one point he was projected to lose. He wouldn't even respond in anybody's text. Wouldn't talk nope. to anybody. And then as soon as he got the lead back, it's like a little kid that just got his toy back. He was just like super excited, texting nonstop, like unbelievable. I, <laughs> I, I went mountain biking in the middle of it. That's my thing. Uh, when I go mountain yeah. biking, good shit happens. I come back, all of a sudden I'm winning. I don't know. Listen, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm glad Dan backed me up. There, there's no difference 100%, between 100%, Paul and no JT's anger. It's it, the anger is there. So, listen, if you were, if this was a magic eight ball and you shook it, for me, it would say highly unlikely. No, that you're going to get your wish. Oh boy, highly unlikely. Um, wow, I don't like it. We already had some some news, uh, Paul, for the 250 class. Uh, it wow. looks like the jet. Is and, and we had Hunter Lawrence on Pulp Show on Monday, and he was. I asked him about getting ready for East and how he feels, and dude, he uh, pretty much dropped every hint necessary that he doesn't. You know, we don't know for sure what he's riding, and, and he'll be ready for West if, it, if that happens. And I guess I should have picked up on that. Um, but it looks like the Jet is going to switch to East, that Hunter will be West. So we've already got uh, a little bit of drama going on with the 250 sides. And as always, everybody. Check qualifying and check practice. Uh, but, Paul, so now we're hearing, as we do this Wednesday morning, Pacific time, Star may make a change, Paul, to to, to yeah. their riders. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, uh, JT and Dan and myself, we did a Twitter spaces last week, and, and I was actually quite proud of, of what we spoke about because we guessed the coasts correctly, and, and, that, wasn't, and that was coming from – uh, just yeah, making educated guesses. We didn't we didn't have people telling us. We just kind of thought what we would do if we were team managers. And now, yeah, it was it was odd that Hunter Lawrence showed up on the entry list yesterday when he hadn't been there for weeks. Right. Um, so yeah, that's odd. Um, I don't think the if Jet does indeed end up on the East, I I believe it has zero to do with Justin Cooper's recent injury. I think we all know and we all agree that Cooper was set to go East regardless. Um, JT is very upset about that because Star is not going to run their number one plates. They were just going to try to put you know their best guys they feel on each coast. Um, but now with Jet getting hurt and him going to the East, yeah, maybe. But honestly, they still they still have Jeremy Martin over there. I don't I don't I just don't I don't know. I find it hard to believe that 
um, you make big pivots for one guy before the race, you know, to avoid or, or not to avoid one guy before the race well, starts. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I don't know. As always, check your practice times and check who's on the track and everything else. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So um, I, I think the Hunter to the West is – definitely going to happen now and then yeah we'll see what star does and we have the every pro circuit rider has entered but we're pretty sure that is joe and hammaker on the pro circuit side of things right paul yeah yeah that's what we have right now and and steve you said it like so we have to get on moving with this like with with our fantasy game right it's wednesday we have to publish the picks we have to do this podcast something might change between now and saturday and that's not on us that's going to be on you guys the users to change that and to to watch that and it could be an all-star so it could be that Jet Lawrence lines up. Right now we don't have him on our fantasy game, but it could be that he lines up and Hunter doesn't. So people are going to have to watch that. It's not going to be on us. It's going to be on you. Um, all right. Well, the weather looks good, right, JT? Anaheim 1 weather, fine. Yeah, good. it's going to be nice. Yep. It's going to be a little chilly in the 40s at night, but sunny, man. It's going to it's going to be sunny all week and uh, a really nice day. It'll just be a little chilly for those in attendance, but for racing it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. So um, all right, and again, uh, we got Rotocross on board with us. Fantastic uh, guy, uh, really passionate about fantasy. He did a how to play Pulpamex fantasy video on the Pulpamex YouTube channel. So if you have some questions about it and you want to dive into it, watch the video. There's also rules on the site. I know nobody likes to read in 2022, but there's actual uh, rules on the site on how to play and examples and everything else. So um, there's no reason to not jump into Pulpamex fantasy this year. And- not like Nom. It's not like Nam. Yep, there are rules. Okay. Um, Thank you. And again, going in the first race, like we we kind of looked at the All Stars and, and you guys, the handicap committee came to a to a, an agreement. It's a stacked field. Um, again, uh, did I cover everything? Should we should we talk? Should we get into it now? Do I? Yeah, we should definitely cover a bit more of yeah how to get started, how to play, all that. Well, it's basically it's based on a handicap system, right? It's uh, it's not just pick guys on see where they finish. We have a handicap system. You have to pick an all star in each class. Uh, there's eight all stars. They go by the top eight in points after after uh, round one, of course. For this first one, we uh, we kind of make them. We just pick who we think should be there based on last year and this year and everything else. And then it goes off the top eight in points. You have to pick an all star in each one, and uh, it, those the riders that are non all stars are based on uh, on top ten, top ten finishes. And there's a handicap, and you get double points if they finish inside of where we handicap them. And that's what you really want to do. You want to get three double point riders and an all star that maxes out. The all stars are not eligible for double points. Um, and uh, really, that's the game. I mean, if you want to be JT, you can pick a couple all stars sometimes. You can pick as four All-Stars if you want in each class. That's fine, too. But uh, it's not recommended for the most points. Um, what did I miss? Oh, no, uh, first of the finish line. You pick first of the finish line. 15 points if you get it right. Seven if you do not. And first of the finish line is the rider that gets to the finish line first. Not the whole shot, but that's, that's the motorsport whole shot challenge. First to the finish line is a rider who crosses the finish line wherever it is on the first lap. It could be two corners after the start. It could be a whole lap. Whatever it is, the first rider to go over the finish line is uh, is your pick. So you kind of have to look at the track map sometimes and see how that goes, um, and uh, and go with uh, go with that. So uh, what else, Paul? I mean, you can go to pulpamexfantasy.com. You can go to at pulpamexfantasy on Instagram. Um, Donnie at Roto did a great video for us that shows um, it's a quick. I think it's under ten minutes that shows you exactly how to play. It goes over everything that you just went over, Steve. 
explains the handicap system. The handicap system is basically designed to get every rider on the at the stadium or at the race involved. It's not like some other games to where you're just trying to pick top five. Our game is much more involved. It involves all the privateers, all the factory guys, everybody. Everybody that races is usable in our fantasy game. Um, and, yeah, each week, obviously, we record these podcasts. Um, we, have, we have some smart people on this podcast that are, that are plugged in to practice tracks and race teams. And, and we have true insight that uh, I don't think you can get anywhere else. Um, when it comes to fantasy games. So, uh, yeah, pretty easy game to play once you figure it out. It is a bit more involved, but, again, handicaps are just so you can use, make everybody pickable or everybody usable. Um, pretty simple. Most points wins. Can't can't pick the same two guys consecutive weekends. And, yeah, go from there. It's pretty easy. Uh, fun. And you can create your leagues with your buddy and buddies. And uh, I'm in Industry Idiots. I'm in a Vital MX League. I'm in a Pulp MX Show League. Uh, and of course, we're, we, the experts, are not eligible for prizes, but uh, I'm in the championship league as well. So I got a bunch of leagues I'm in, and uh, yeah, everything else. So thank you to Yamaha, by the way. We're giving away a TTR, uh, a YZ250F, and two YZ450s. So thank you to Yamaha, uh, really supporting the game, and uh, they love it. They're behind it. So that's awesome. Thank you to Yamaha. And again, Fly Racing and Pro Taper Motorsport, 100% all giving prizes, uh, among others, uh, Dirt Dreams as well, and Get and Athena. And yeah, we have tons of prizes from a lot of different companies. Uh, Decal Works is Step Up, and, and yeah, it's great. So uh, thank you to the, those companies again for supporting the game. Um, yeah. We, Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, just going to expand more prizes. I think we're over 22 weekly and over 22 um, uh, season prizes. Those are going to be all posted up here tonight, I believe. Everything's getting done. Um, so, yeah. Bunch of prizes, and obviously the just just entering and playing fantasy, just signing up. We're going to raffle off that TCR 120, 110 on your show on Monday. So, just for signing up, you get a chance at that. And again, just for signing up, you get a chance at a 450. So, you don't have to be good. Um, you can just dip your toe in and try to learn. And uh, And you can also sign up for a weekly weekly team as well which i think not a lot of people take advantage of and that's that's something i think uh later in the year especially when you're there's somebody that's red on your screen and you feel they're going to get 100 just because they've had multiple dnfs in a row you can always you always always do a a single team and, and that way you can stack your team with all the best guys yeah uh yeah good point never thought about that weekly jerseys dan cooper webb number one jersey first week yeah. out yeah we try to normally do the defending champion so uh cooper and those guys were nice enough to get us a jersey i'll get a picture of it we'll post it up this weekend uh but yeah cooper webb number one jersey for the weekend winner of anheim one i hope he comes through with it uh, do you know anybody who knows him um well we're working on that okay. him and jt are about the same size so maybe they got like a, a thing okay all right fantastic mm-hmm. um Okay, and again, the Motorsport Whole Shot Challenge gift cards uh, and uh, timestamp is the decider on that, everybody. So uh, get it in. It's not up on the site right now as we do this podcast, but it'll be up this afternoon. So stay tuned for that. And timestamp is the decider for that. And that is just who pulls the damn whole shot, who gets across that white stripe first, motorsport.com gift card. So we're going to make that changes. Prizes, we're waiting on a couple of companies to commit to weekly prizes that is really that are really cool. So I don't know if those will be up today, Paul, or tomorrow, but we we got to get word on on a couple things. But stay tuned, yeah, stay tuned. So um, 
Yeah, and, and further about the whole shot challenge, we're going to go by what AMA designates as the whole shot in their official results. So yeah, yeah. Um, one of the reasons why we didn't incorporate this into our game for, say, um, you know, we have FFL first to the finish line because that's something that we can visually confirm. It's really hard to visually confirm who gets the whole shot. We have to trust AMA. And let's be honest, sometimes AMA gets it wrong. So if they get it wrong, but it's published as official, that's what we will yeah, we go don't, on. And we we don't care. We're sorry. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and they will get it wrong at some point. There's photos of dudes with the front wheel over the white line, and then the other dude gets it. But we don't. We don't yeah. That, yeah. Hashtag AMA. So. Um, so. All right. Well, uh, let's dive into it. We're going to do this pod weekly. we got the 100% lead pipe locks. Dan, are you very proud of your Dirty Owl trophy? I am. I'm looking at it right now. It sits on my desk in my office. What a uh, Dirty Al did a great job. Put donuts on his head and all kinds of cool stuff. Don- so I'm very excited about it. It's like donuts, but not donuts because you can't eat the donuts. <laughs> and yeah. And JT, did you get one? I have one. It's uh, it's sitting next to. I have like a an area in my kitchen where it has like the fantasy football rings that Dan had made for us and like my uh, some some just important winning like fantasy and racing and things that have it's right in there all right so thanks to dirty al for that he keeps track of these locks lead pipe locks and uh thank you to 100 percent as well for coming on board all right well uh here we go um the let's start so here we're going to offer up our picks here uh some suggestions we have we're going to call rotocross here in a little bit talk to him as well um but let's dive into it right now so all stars cooper webb duh obviously ken roxon obvious one Eli Tomac, obvious. Barsha is a three-time Anaheim one winner. He's an all-star. AP's an all-star. Dylan Ferrandis is. Jason Anderson and Malcolm Stewart. Uh, Paul, you left uh, Chase Sexton and Adam Cincirillo. Um, I don't believe either one was top eight last year. Marvin is flying at the test track and is generally a top eight guy in the points. But uh, it was a tough all-star to start for A1. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to argue against top eight in points. Um, we... Like, we all agree on this pod that, that um, Chase Sexton, Adam Cincirillo, Marvin Muscan are maybe likely to be in the top eight at Anaheim 1. But, but then who are you yeah, taking out, right? Points, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's a disservice to the guys that were top eight in points last year. So that's what we have right now. Um, you mentioned earlier how the game goes. It's, it's not a decision after Anaheim 1. We simply just go by points. Um, so, so yeah, those are our top eight, which is Cooper Webb, Ken Roxon, Eli Tomac, Barsha, Plessinger, Stewart, Ferrandis, and Anderson, which I think people might be surprised that Ferrandis and Anderson were still top eight in points after, you know, they, they missed, you know, Anderson missed a race and Ferrandis had some DNFs, but they were still there. Um, Barsha would be a three. He's won three in a row. Uh, JT, but for me as an all-star, um, I always like to give more room. I've said that over and over and over. So I'll go like... Dylan Ferrandis or Jason Anderson at a five and a six and just help those guys have safe races. Yeah, I think there are some really great options. Um, my initial choice was to go Webb. Uh, I just, I think he's in a really good spot and I, I don't think he gets worse than like a fifth. So, it's, you know, you're getting over 20 points in that scenario. But I have Jason Anderson on my team. Um, I'm hoping that he kind of slips under the radar a little bit and I can get a 26 and maybe you know the the masses go for the Tomax and the webs and those guys and if if those guys had a rough round like they have been they, they have done in the past right they've gotten six seven eight nine at the opening round before even Roxon you know you go back two years ago he got a, like a sixth or a seventh 
that can happen. Uh, so it could give me an opportunity to maybe get a 26 where everybody else stumbled a little bit at the first one. But I don't know how much this applies. Anderson had a horrible opening round last year in Houston. He did. I just really like uh, I like the way this is shaping up for Anderson. Um, and, and maybe I'm way wrong. Maybe he gets 15th. Maybe he crashes. But I think I'm going to take a little bit of a, uh, a different path there and, uh, and see if I can pull one off. Dan, what do you think all-star-wise? I like Jason Anderson. He's won the opener in the past. I have him on the podium and other shows that I've talked about him on. Um, I think he's in a good spot. He doesn't put a lot of pressure on himself. He kind of just goes with it. And, yeah, I think uh, I think at a six, obviously, like JT said, of course he could get 15th. They could all crash. But I, I like at the first round giving myself a little bit of a bubble, like you said, and, and going – going with somebody with a higher handicap. Uh, Paul? Um, not me. I, I'm going Ken Roxon or I'm going Justin Barsha. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I, just, I, 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 I think um, I'm going to lean on their good starts, their history at Anaheim. I mean, Roxon is, I believe, uh, he's gone 6-2, and then what did he get at Houston last year? Two, I think, right? So he's always pretty good at the opener. Um, Justin Barsha has won the last three in a row. I don't know how you don't continue with him. Like so, I, I, I'm not against you guys having more room on a hand for more room. Yet, right? I generally agree with that theory too. But I just really like Kenny and Barsha at round one. So I think that's where I'm going to go. Kenny scared me on the press conference yesterday. Paul talked about how he's been sick, not COVID, um, and he's been sick and he hasn't been able to ride and train as much as he wants to, and he may be coming in a little bit. So yeah. Yeah, I know what he FYI. said, and I, I, yeah, he's said things in the past before too. I just, um, I, I'm still picking him. Okay, all remember, right. Remember before outdoors when he said he wasn't ready, and then he destroyed everybody. Yeah, <laughs> anybody remember that? <laughs> I, that's kind of what I was leading. To did he say that? <laughs> yeah. Did he kill everybody at the opening round? I thought Ferrandis won. Well, he went six one or eight moto? one or something like that. Oh, okay. And then he first went one one at the next the weekend. Yeah, first moto he didn't win, and then second moto he like changed human bodies or something. Right, 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 yeah, right. Okay. I think he won. I, he was three of the first four motos he won, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So yeah, keep that in mind. Um, Anderson's safe for sure, right? Barsha. I mean, God, he can't win four in a row, can he, Paul? I mean, yeah, that would yeah, be... yeah. He absolutely can. Uh, can you imagine? He four, absolutely can. Four openers in a row. Um, yeah, Webb is pretty safe. Uh, you know, all, yeah. There's definitely some some safe picks in there for sure. Uh, so generally speaking, JT, I was thinking about the strategy for this one for a lot of people. It mm-hmm. is a stacked class. It really is. Like, can you tell me 100% certainty that Brandon Hartraft, who was a 10 to 14th place guy last year, will make the main event? I don't think you can, right? No, no. So, and, and I, I will not be uh, gambling at this one. But that's where um, I'm getting at. So I, this one, yeah. really play it safe, JT. Well, I think there's a there's a happy medium there, you know. Um, do you feel that really playing it safe is putting Justin Bogle on your team? Because I think a guy like Bogle is a shoe in to make the main, but you know, like there is some risk there too. He could get 12th or he could get 19th. You know, 19th would suck. 12th would be great. But I don't think he is on the same risk level as some of the other guys, like a heart raft, you know, especially guys like A-Ray or Cater, those guys, where you're, you're really – your upside's immense, but, man, the, the chances of something going wrong are pretty high as well. Like Amart, 12, Oldenburg, 11. Like, no, I'm, I'm out, right? 
It's tough. Not not for me without without really seeing them race. I mean, you got to remember these guys. You know, Amar's never raced a 450 in American Supercross. Yes, he has. Um, yes, Oldenburg. he has. Yes, he has. You keep saying this. When he raced two races with 1110 mods, one of them he sent it into the mechanics that was 15 area. Years uh, ago. Well, whatever. But you said never. He's raced them. He has. So I'm just the okay, Amar well, when expert. I was, when I was racing Supercross, he raced as well. Just put it that way. Um, <laughs> so for me, without seeing him in that environment, I don't really think there's a reason to force it, which is the same point you're making. Like, why yeah. are you going to take a big chance like that when you have every pick available? The, Dan, yeah, every pick is open. That's a great point, Jerry. Right? Yeah, every pick is open. Uh, Dan, the only guy that you could take a chance on, quote-unquote, is Chiz gonna Chiz. Yeah, but his handicap's not huge, so I'd pick Alex Martin over Chiz for Anaheim 1. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. We're looking at the field being deep in the top 15, but when you look at the last six spots, I mean, Justin Hill, Josh Hill, Alex Martin, Hart Raff, those guys, some of those guys, most of those guys are going to get in, I think. I feel like, didn't one of you on our group text list 22 guys, numbers? No, I listed, I listed 18 guys. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's four spots of... There, there's four spots, and there is a good, you know, there's eight good guys, uh, and, I still think. And there but. is always a Tapia. Remember Tevin Tapia qualified for the okay. main in, in a, in a stack field. But I'm not you know, Dan, to... Dan, Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um, Dan and I lived through this, right? We and, and I had to face this every year where I was looking at the list going, where the hell am I going to fit in that lineup, right? And Dan <laughs> used to go, well, here's, here's what it's looking like, and you've got to find your way into one of these spots. And... It's the same way every year. If you stay out of trouble, you get a decent start, you put in solid laps, and you stay out of trouble, you will find your way in. And that counts for even, you know, the guys that we're not really considering, like A-Rays and guys like that, just like you mentioned Tapia. If you do the right things and stay out of all the drama, you just need to put in good lap times, and you will find your way in 8th or ninth or in the LCQ. Well, it happens I, every single year. You're right, JT, but the, the idea of trying to nail that guy for Pulp Mech's fantasy purposes seems really hard to do. Yeah, no, I, I, I will not be doing that for this race. Will not. Um, right. that, but I'm just saying, like, I think there's always – well, there's a conception that it's like, it's, oh, my God, it's so stacked, nobody's going to qualify this year. It's, it's always the same. There's, there are always 15, 16, 17, 18 guys that have won a 250 Supercross before, and everybody's looking at the field like, this is unbelievable. But it, it, honestly, if you look over the years, it's really similar year in and year out. I'm just not going for those guys. For the opener, Here, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair enough. We yeah. we we all know that that this first round, and I think I think it's really important that anybody listening to this podcast knows that the first round is, I think, the most important. And the second most important round will be Minneapolis, and it's because we don't have all the data to go on to get the handicaps perfectly set. Right? We're trying to use all the intel we have, all the friends that we have at test tracks, all the history, all the race results to try to accurately handicap this group but yeah we're going to be wrong like we're going to get some things wrong so you have to be pretty good at the first round but things something to consider is you you will knock yourself out of contention if you don't have eight guys this weekend it's better to be safe i'm not going to be wrong saying to have eight guys in but the 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 other thing to consider too is is if you look at the guy who won the championship league last year he averaged 29 points per guy every single weekend so if you get in eight eight guys every single weekend they score 29 points that's enough to win a yz4 for the f so i think when you're looking at it's also impossible paul 
what? Your all your all star can't get twenty nine points, but I get what you're saying. You know, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, you're averaging twenty nine across your eight guys. I just divided by yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, your all stars can only get twenty six, so you got to make up something somewhere else. But I think it's important to not get um, misled by the possible fifties that you see out there. So if you see an Alex Ray at a at a fifteen, and you're like, oh man, he can go get sixteenth in the main event. That's he could also miss the main event, and and I talking specifically about Alex Ray. He had some like monetary incentive to make the main event, but he's also had a really rough off season. So I don't know. It, I personally will not be picking him, but um, he has a lot of incentive to make it. So like if, use that as you will. After qualifying, if any of these guys that are ten and higher, Hill, Hart, Ra- hold on a second. One, 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 let me do some math here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> F- okay, fifteen, right? Okay, so fifteen guys, uh, in my mind, are locks for the main event, and they are all eight handicaps or lower, right? I mean, obviously anything can happen, okay. but those are my, in my eyes, those fifteen guys are locked in, and if they're if they're top fifteen in qualifying times, that will leave uh, that will leave seven guys, and. I don't know which of those seven got like, and then if I look at those guys, the next guys, the next group of guys, like I look at the if I try to pick seven of them between Hill, Hartraff, Chiz, Oldenburg, Troll, Josh Hill, Cade, Starling, etc. Like they could be anywhere from the first of those next seven guys, or they could be fifteenth. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, even yeah, the yeah. times won't convince me. What I'm getting at is even the times won't convince me. Like if 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 Alex Martin is sixteenth fastest. You're like, ah, he's got room to move, right? He's good. Like, but I still don't okay. think that he's my guy. So why don't all of us pick a guy who's a ten handicapper higher that you feel will be in the main event? Okay. So I want Olden I want Oldenburg. I think I'll go Oldenburg too. That's a very good one. Yeah, I, I like I like Oldenburg. Starlin's got some suspension issues. A Ray's got A Ray issues. Um, you know, Josh Hill, no. Um yeah, I'll go Oldenburg. Uh who else said that? I'll go I'll go Justin Hill. Okay. I went, Alex, I went Alex Martin. There you go. Alex Martin may have raced a 450 uh, night show, but he's never made a 450 main event. Yeah, I don't know if he made mains or not. I don't know. No, no. I just I just looked up the results all the way back. He, like, he one of the fair, one of the races he though, one of the races so he OJ one of the races he OJ into the mechanics area, sent the bike into there and everything. Um, hmm. like dirt. Real like quick on, on the handicap, so fifty, take it back. What's that? <laughs> you think he was like, take this four fifty back? I don't want it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I, I was gonna say people have messaged us about the double points and how it works and stuff, and and, and people have won weeks and not even understood how it works. So if Alex Martin is a twelve, you only get double points. If he makes – well, he's a bad example. Yeah, he's a bad say, example, Dan. <laughs> well, well, because say Dylan Schwartz is a five. He would only get double points if his handicap moves him inside the top ten. If his handicap moves him to 11th or worse, you just get single points for that. So that's where a lot of people were confused and emailing us saying, hey, my points are wrong. My guy didn't get double points. Your guy only gets double points if his handicap moves him inside the top ten overall. So. You know, right. you know who's a, clear. you know who's a sneaky main event guy, sneaky, under the radar, main event guy maybe at A one, pulling a Tapia, pulling a Freeze. All, I remember, Alatelli? remember Freeze made it Cade once. Clayton. No, you're gonna go Cade. I thought you were gonna go Cade. No, I've done Cade. Yeah, though. I thought yeah. he was. No, too. no, Cade's Cade's solid. He's he's gone past that. Kevin Morantz, good starter, and hang on for seven laps. 
Yeah, that that would be a Tapia one for sure. If, if he got it yeah. done, that would be. Morans sure could be a guy. 100%. Through the LCQ, you mean, or are you thinking through the heat? Even? Either one, whatever. Just get a start. Well, I think I think he is a good right. starter. Yeah, his starts. Yeah, his starts are. Money. And, and he made main, so he's been, he's the main event guy, quote unquote. He's done. Well, multiple, you know, he's made multiple. Yeah, I mean, so. last year was a little bit of an outlier as far as like how depleted the field was, but yeah, the point. Your point. The thing was. The only thing I got on Kevin Moran, Steven, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't ever recall him being much of a, like, has he ridden West Coast Supercrosses before? Am I crazy? Like, has he been at Anaheim before? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great point. I don't know if he has or not. Um, But that would be, again, I'm not picking him, but if you people do want to send it for Anaheim 1, Kevin Moran's could do it. He could get a start. He's got a start from the outside on a stock bike before, so he's a starter and fly racing rider, of course, so. Look at Morantz, but yeah. All right, let's get. Let's Will you look at Jerry? Will you look at Jerry on a 450? I didn't know what your class was. Jerry's in. No, I would not. No, no. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a all right. Let's in this class. let's let's. So we covered some of the long shots. Uh, we're gonna call Roto here right away. Uh, Sexton needs to get seventh or better for double points. Adam Cincerillo needs to get eighth or better for double points. Uh, Marv is flying at the test track. He's the the off season darling. I Adam's shoulder injury worries me a little bit, but then again, I do have some money on him getting top six. Uh, I would like to talk to that person and try to renegotiate, and then I figured he probably wouldn't listen to me, so um, I just I'm just going to eat it because I don't think that person would allow me to renegotiate. Um, you guys have gambling problems. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, huh, Dan? But you knew you knew the facts going in. You knew. No, Adam himself undersold. No, yes, but Adam undersold. What? Adam undersold it to me. Oh, Adam geez. undersold it to me big time. I and you guys were friends. We, I, me too. Wow. I need to reevaluate everything because <laughs> yeah, I. I'll, I'll let you out for fifty percent right now. <laughs> I might take that. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know, Dan. I think you should. I might take that because uh, my boy Adam's video scared the shit out of me. So uh, would you really take that? You would take that right now, fifty percent loss. Would Would you, JT? The, they even line up. No, yeah, he can get. Uh, a, he'll get a shot. He'll get I don't a shot. Think so I I raced with that injury in yeah. the same time frame he's working on, and I got twelfth. Right, my my race, which was about normal. I'm good and with I, a I'm very good with yeah, but Look yeah. at your look no, at no, your no, shoulders, Adam JT. Cirillo, Adam's better than JT. A little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Not when you're talking about shoulders. JT's are like JT's got some shoulders. Adam, he's got a hard guy. Hard cut. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Sexton, AC, Marv, Dan. I'll start with you. Uh, those are big names, and they're fast as shit. Uh, do you like any of those guys for picks? Yeah, they're both uh, Sexton and Marv are both on my team. AC would be on my team. Obviously, we've seen the video, and, and he's banged up. So uh, I'm going to just wait on AC. Uh, of course, he could come out and get top five, but I'm going to go Marv and Sexton, both for the reasons that you said. They both we've heard they've been going really fast. Um, yeah, and I, I, they just need to be uh, Marv ninth or better, and, and Sexton seventh or better. So I like both of those guys. Uh, JT. Yeah. Um... It's like just uh, for my team overall. Yeah. Do you like any of those three guys on your team? Marv is on my team right now. Okay. So um, I think that's a pretty safe pick. The only the only th- real thing I have with Marv is he was just so freaking terrible last year that I still have that stuck in my mind. But one one race new bike. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Anaheim one and the early in the season. He was awful. So 
I, I'm having a hard time getting that out of my mind because I got burned on him pretty bad and in outdoors pretty bad. But having watched him at Paris and new bike and all that, I, another factor with Marv too, um, if you've looked at the track map, there are two whoop sections and one is right out of a flat corner, which means guys really won't be able to blitz, which is great for Marv. And then the other set is kind of like they're really a really short set and he should be able to either jump in, jump out, or blitz across pretty easily, and that's that's a big deal for me with Marv. So wow. that that's that was honestly the main reason I had him on my team. The uh, the bike is better in the whoops by all accounts, so that may help well, Marv too. Yep, that, and that's great. But when you show me a track like that um, with Marv, I, it just changes my whole outlook. Okay, so Dan and JT are not on AC, but they are. They do like Sexton and Marv. Uh, Paul, where are you at with those three big names? Yeah, I'm same as the other guys. Uh, I'm going to fade AC this weekend. I'm not going to pick him, even though when, even after he goes out and qualifies top five, I'm not going to pick him. He will qualify um, top five, right? You know he'll lay down a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think he will absolutely, and that's and I think he's going to be on a lot of people's teams because of that. Because of that, and I think it's still going to look great at like 10, 11, 12 minutes. But I think after that is is where um, his injury is going to catch up with him. Um, Sexton and Muscan are on my team, and they're chiseled in stone, and they're not coming up. Oh, wow. Sexton, um, too, I, huh? I, chiseled in. Yeah. I like what I like what JT said about Marvin. That's a huge point. And unless there's some glaring thing uh, that I see in an, in an eye test on Saturday with Marvin in the whoops, then maybe I'll change there. But, I mean, I think Marvin could be on the podium this weekend. I really do. Like, he he's, he's looked great. He's had a great offseason. We've heard it many places. He destroyed everybody at Paris. Um, I think he's a good starter. And I think Sexton and Muscan will be in the top eight, which means they won't be eligible for double at the following weekend. What is, where are we going? Oakland? So, yeah, those two are on my team, and they're not coming off. Uh, what about Joey Savacci, Dan, and McElrath? You've been around those guys in the offseason. Shane's a five. Joey's a two. Yeah, and I think JT came to Florida uh, a few weeks ago, and he got to see. Uh, I think he got to see just Shane ride. And I told Paul that Shane's unbelievably fast, and he's been going really fast. But he has only raced two 450 races, and I do think that plays against him. You know, he's always been kind of a guy that you know everything needs to go right. It seems like to do really well. So I think he's going to be fast. He's going to be good. I wouldn't be surprised if he won the first heat race. Out of five, I think there's value there, but. He has only raced two races, a 17th and a 14th, I believe, were his two results. So um, I'm not, like, sold on him for the first week. I don't think he's going to be top eight, so he'll be an all-star the following week. So maybe just get a race under his belt. With Joey, I think Joey could be could be eighth, and I think there's value there. So I think you got to look at Dean Wilson, too. He's been a long time since he came in healthy and uh, kind of under the radar, like you said in the press conference yesterday. No one's talking about him, but he's coming in healthy. Um, new bike, same bike as Coop and those guys, getting to ride with AP and RJ. Uh, I think that Dino is going to be good too. JT Arm Army for Bogle at an eight? I'm considering it. Um, I, I want to watch him in practice and just kind of see you know, how he looks. Um, he's a kind of rider to me where you can really tell if he's feeling it or not. He's just really um, kind of outgoing with his style. So I want to see how he looks. Uh, but I think guys like him and uh, McElrath, there, there are a few guys like that that are on my short list. Um, I don't think Savachi makes that list for me. At, at a two, not to say he can't get top 12, I just don't think the value is there because I don't think he does better than like eighth or ninth personally. 
Um, all right. What uh, what else catches your eye, Paul? Did I miss anybody, or what else are you thinking? I, I, there's Max Anstey, low-key Max Anstey hype out there. Uh, he's an eight. Oldenburg, I agree with, I think it was, who said Oldenburg? Out of the, out of the high I picks? Think I think Oldenburg yeah. could make it. Good starter. Uh, that, that bike's good. Uh, JB is somebody that nobody's talked about right now. Um, he's a three. He hasn't been riding for two and a half weeks, uh, so he just got back on the bike, so keep that in mind. But then again, he's he's a veteran. He's JB. So, um, yeah, Paul, go ahead. Anything else you want to touch on 450-wise? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you, you touched on Brayton. I, I'm going to fade Brayton at the first round. I think um, I think his uh, typically he's an off-season guy, right, and he's had all this momentum. He shows up to Anaheim, and he's ready to go, and that really propels him through the beginning of his season where I, I don't know that that's the case this year. And he's another year older. He knows this is the last year. I don't, um, so I, I, don't, I don't know if I have him even in the top 13 at the first race. So I think I'm going to have to fade him, even if he looks great in practice, which I'm sure he will. Um, Dan mentioned Dino, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm low-key optimistic on Dino. Uh, he's had the best prep he's had in a long time. No big get-offs or anything. Um, <clears throat> he's really healthy, and... For the majority of last year, he wasn't healthy, which a lot of people don't know, but he was not healthy for most of Supercross. So I'm low-key I'm low key pumped on him. I, I might take him because I have a feeling he could be um, not double points eligible at Oakland. Um, we, we mentioned Oldenburg. I think I really like him as the highest handicapped guy on my list that I'll consider, and I, I really hope I can stick to this and not be swayed by people asking us questions or watching one lap in practice. I really don't want to go any higher than Oldenburg at round one. Um, and that's really it, who I have on my short list. You, you mentioned Max Dancy. I think he's got great value at an eight, um, but it'll be hard to pick. I don't think he qualifies amazingly well, but I do think he'll he'll kind of diesel his way through the main event out there. Like, he usually finishes the main event, so I like him at an eight. I think he's inside the top 18. Uh, that's really all I got on my list. I think I'm going to wait and see on McElrath. I think he's going to look amazing. I think he's going to be amazing in the heat race, and I'll be like, fuck, I should have had him on my team. But I think at the checkered flag, um, I, I don't think I'll have him on my team. I think that would be, and I think that would be the right move. Now we're going to bring in the man who's joining us this year to uh, make some preview videos and, and uh, uh, look at every race, and then Goffey use some tips as well. He studies this stuff. He crunches the numbers. It's uh, Roto Roto Moto. What's up, Donnie? How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. Thank you for coming on. You've been on a couple times before, I think, on this pod, but if not, for sure once. Uh, good work on the How to Play video, Donnie. Good work. Thank you so much. I put way too much time into that, but I'm glad that people are liking it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to do some videos each week presented by the folks at Maxis Tires as well. And uh, you'll look at some, uh, uh, once we get some data, you'll look at how the guys qualify, how they finish, that kind of stuff. It'll be on YouTube, on Pulp MX channel. So uh, you do a good, great job with those videos, Donnie. We're looking forward to you uh, joining the Pulp MX Fantasy team. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, really, really grateful for Maxis to step up so that I can uh, do this in an official capacity with you guys. Um, all right, Donnie, so you're the analytical guy here. Uh, you've looked at some numbers. A1, of course, is wide open, as always, and we just talked about some of uh, our guys that we like. What 450-wise, Donnie, who, what are you thinking? What, uh, let's start with an all-star. What do you, what do you, where are you at? So for Anderson, a five is very juicy because of the amount of um, momentum he's going to be carrying in, but I feel like he's probably also going to have the highest pick trend. So... <laughs> Good pick, but, you know, if he crashes and burns, I feel like 30% of people are going to feel that, so that might not be such a great one. Uh, Anderson at a six is a huge 
gap, I think in A1, you want to minimize your risks. So, like, taking a higher handicap guy, like, sure, would Anderson come out and get 10th and anybody would be surprised? No. But I would take those 18 points in week one rather than, you know, take a riskier pick and then end up with, like, three. Because mm-hmm. uh, even something like Tomac, who led every lap and was at 2018, and then his belt buckle broke and he got last, you don't want four points out of your all-star in week one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You don't want to start off like that, right? We like we all like Anderson um, as well uh, before we got you on here. So, um, good deal. Yeah, we we agree on that one. And nobody's talking about you know sort of pick. Well, JT liked Webb, right? JT, you thought you liked Webb because just solid guy. And how can you fin- see him finishing worse than third or fourth, right? Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised uh, that that Roto thinks uh, for Anderson to be the highest picture, and I, I would say Roxon would take that honor. That that's my guess. But we'll see. Um, all right, Donnie, what else? So this is a real tough one to know. Which of these double-digit handicaps, Donnie, are going to do it? Is Chiz going to Chiz, right? Like there's all this pressure on, on him doing that, and, and he'll show up with stock gearing and a muffler and see what he can do. Um, but, you know, when you look at Cade and Starling and Hills and Martin and Hartraft, uh, throw them in the air to me, Donnie, and they're all the same, and they could finish anywhere from 14th to 22 and getting you good points. But – is there a couple guys that stand out for you, Roto? Honestly, not really. Uh, the class is so stacked. So there are 21 riders, including all-stars, with a 10 handicap or less. Mm-hmm. So those 11 guys are technically fighting for just one spot if you know nobody gets hurt. Uh, nobody, misses, nobody wild misses the main. Um, I think Hartrach in an 11, like, I don't know, maybe it's just expectations, but he cannot afford to be missing mains at this point in his second year is a big step up. So I think Hartraft is a better, safer pick. I think I like Cade over any of the other, you know, fringe guys, mm-hmm. but I think Kevin Moran's at a 15 for those real deep sleeper kind of guys because he made a lot of mains last year. I know the field was a little depleted, but he gets amazing starts. So like in an LCQ situation, maybe even heat race situation, that could be all it takes. If he can get, you know, the heat, the uh, whole shot in the LCQ, he's a smart enough guy to stay up and stay out of trouble for four laps. Yeah, yeah, we brought his name up earlier too. Uh, I agree. Uh, Starling's got some suspension issues, so he'll be on stock stuff. Uh, revalved, of course. Um, Thirteen. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, a race had a rough off season. Um, yeah, I can't see going any deeper than Moran's at a fifteen, Donnie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I wouldn't touch any other 15s or 16s. Uh, JT, we asked uh, Phil about Freddie, our guy Freddie, and he said sometimes yeah. he is amazing at Club MX, and then he shows up mm-hmm. the next day, and it's a, like a grenade went off in his airbox. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't ever recommend picking Freddie unless the field has really you know gotten beat up and, and there's a huge hole there. Um, right. At a race like Anaheim, he wouldn't even be you know in consideration for me. Right, okay. Uh, Benny Bloss would have been a good pick had he not. He was riding well, right? Yeah, and I think he would have been a really good pick. He would have probably been, you know, my lead pipe lock. Uh, He had a foot injury, and that's why Josh Hill's filling in. But, yeah, I agree with JT. Freddie would be a tough pick for me at at Anaheim 1. Did anybody think Josh Hill is a pick at all? Anybody? I think he makes the main. You do? Okay. But then I I would go Justin over Josh. See, I would go Josh over Justin. (laughs) I think I would go Josh over Justin also. I have so many questions about Justin Hill's program. He's going to arrest all of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that That's just me. Um, 
All right, Roto, uh, let's get you to the 100% lead pipe locks uh, if, as well. Thanks to the folks at 100%. Unprecedented global leader in moto goggles. They make a lot more than that, though. Mountain bike gear, helmets, protection, sport performance glasses, premium T-shirts. 100% is something for everyone on and off the track. 100%.com. Pulp22 is the code. Pulp22 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Uh, 100%.com. Pulp22 is the code to save. They got Webb, Ferrandez, Muskan, Plessinger. They got the Lawrence brothers. Yeah, they got the star racing guys. So 100%, the official eyewear of Pulp MX Fantasy. We're giving away a set of goggles every week and, uh, and so, as well as the season-ending prizes from the folks at 100%. 100% lead pipe lock of the week. Uh, this is the, uh, the, the, the guys that we think are going to absolutely uh, get you some points no matter what. They may not be, you know, the uh, the best point-scoring guy or anything else, but they're just going to solidly get you some good points. Uh, we, we do have Dirty Al keeping track of this. It's very important. we got trophies now. So um, I'll go. I'll go Mitch Oldenburg. I think he's the double-digit dude that gets in the main and gets, like, 13th, and that'll be however many points if you want, 13th to 15th. Um, so I'll go Mitchell Oldenburg from 100% lead pipe lock, and uh, I like Freckle, a uh, good dude. Maybe I'm letting that uh, affect me a little bit. But uh, what do you think, uh, Paul? Let's start with you. Yeah, I absolutely like Oldenburg too, but my lead pipe is Muskan. All right. Uh, JT? I think I'm going to go Muskan too. Um, I don't have a lot of conviction in it, but uh, I think there's, uh, there's enough value and enough upside there to take it. Dan? Yeah, mine was Marvin, but I, I really want to be different. I just I feel like he was right on the edge of being an all-star. Um, let's be different and go with Max Anstey. All right, fair enough. Um, Donnie? I'm going to take Chase Sexton. I had him penciled in as who I expected to be one of the eight all-stars, so for him to be with double points, um I think he's obviously in the main. If he stays up, he can lead laps. So, yeah, the minus three, he's not guaranteed a ton of points, but mm-hmm. I think he's an easy, you know, 30. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, 250 class. Uh, uh, Roto will, will uh, let you go a little bit, but give us some of your thoughts on 250 class, Roto, and then also let us know uh, your lead pipe lock on that one, too. Sure thing. Uh, All-Stars, it's got to be Shimoda at a – is he a two, I think? A three? Uh, he's, a th- he's a two. He's a two. Uh, he was top five every single round last season. He averaged 3.7 for his finish. So I think, you know, again, I don't think he's a lock for podium, but he's a lock for 21 points fantasy-wise. So I like Shimoda as an all-star. Non-all-stars, I think a little bit deeper, but Carson Brown, he only lined up for one race last year, just look at his elbow, missed the whole season. But the year before, his average finish was like 13th. And he finished as high as eighth. And obviously in 2020, the field was not that depleted in the West because Salt Lake only had like one West round before the East-West showdown. So I like Carson Brown a lot. At an eight, That's JT's guy. Class. Carson Brown and JT, they uh, they go together in Fultmex Fantasy. Yeah. I don't believe that to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, else? Um, what else do you like, Donnie? Give me... I think Swole, uh, maybe it's just a pressure situation, but I think he really needs to show up here. He's the lowest, what he's a zero, Mm -hmm. but I think that he could have been in the conversation of being an all-star. 
not a big fan of Freeze at a zero just because I think he's just as likely to wreck his brains out. Um, I think I'm going to win Anaheim one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I disagree with Donnie on Freeze. Yeah. I think I'm going to win. I, I think I picked the I think Freeze is going to be very, very good compared to what I may, maybe people. I don't know where the, the expectation for him is, but. He's gonna get a start. Like I don't, I think, I don't think motorcycle I think like has anything players. to do with start. He gets a good start. He'll get a good start in a fucking tricycle. I think he's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm just a little concerned because he hasn't ridden 250 in what like seven years. Um, yeah, and Fre- he's good when he's he been riding it for four months. Though. Freeze was not. Freeze was off his game last year compared to years past. Uh, whether it was the older bike or whatever it was, there's no doubt Freeze's results in 2022 one were not as good as usual in the 450 class so it you know he's an older guy maybe it's an indication of you know a downslide a little bit for vince we'll see i'm not saying it is but he he wasn't as good uh last year as he normally is there's no doubt he crashed a lot remember he missed a bunch of time i mean yeah so anyways yeah his results are pretty damn good man like in the 450 class he made he before he got hurt he made every single main event i mean Wow. 16, 15, 19, 17, He's... 19, 14, 15, 15, 13, 11, 14, in the 450 class. I mean, Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're uh, – yeah, Vince is uh, – we're not going for main events for Vince, I think, as a, a bar, right? At least I wasn't thinking that. I mean, No, I think what do you he mean? should be top se- – I think top seven it would be a realistic goal for him, right? Top six, seven? Yeah. There's only – That's kind of where, where I have him, too, yeah. I believe My only problem is the seven, guys that puts a ceiling at 32 points. And I don't know if that's enough for the question mark that he is moving down to the 250 class. When you look at the 250 class, um, there's only six factory guys, I believe. The two pro circuit guys, the three star guys, uh, I guess Mosman, seven guys. The rest are all, you know, Carson Browns, guys like that. So I think there's going to be a lot of points to be made in the 250 class. A lot of March Banks hype coming yeah, in. March Banks. I mean, Thomas Doza three, like he was pretty good last year. He was, he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every week he was solid. So who uh, I think okay, Caden Amari is someone that probably hasn't been talked about much, but I think he'll be pretty good. I think he makes the main event. And he's a really high handicap. Oof. What about there. what about Robbie Wageman? Ah, oh, my guy. <laughs> Here we go, yeah. my guy Robbie. I, li- I like him. At an eight, I think that's good. I like that. Yeah. 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 I, I like I like it. Yeah. Uh, JT, Derek Kelly, thoughts? I'm going to pass. But okay. uh, I do have Carson Brown on my team. So as much as uh, I was distraught over picking him, I don't think I can pass it up again. Like, there are so many guys like that where you pick them, they burn you, and you can't just cross them off your list forever or else there's no way to win. Like, those guys were a good pick for a reason, and they just didn't happen to work out that time. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock. Uh, Donnie, who's your 100% lead pipe lock for 250s? Carson Brown. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all right, Paul, what's yours? Oh, man. Um, I I really like Marie's, but I just don't know enough yet. I kind of want to wait and see. Um, Has he got a good bike? Is he getting? You I know, believe. Like good I stuff? think he's on old, last year's good stuff. Okay. Is what I believe this situation. All right. Which is fine. Yeah. That's um. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I like the Carson Brown pick, and I have a high handicap hero, but he's not a he's not a lead pipe lock. So, um, you know what? This is going to be a little crazy, but I'm going to go Colt Nichols for my lead pipe lock. Give me 26. That's enough. I oh, think. Oh wow. For this, for the okay. First weekend. Jeez. 
out of all the guys that are going to make the main in this class, you're going to go with I the 26. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, again, that's probably wrong and a bit of a cop-out. Like, I think T- Cole Thompson is worth a talk to. He's probably, like, 12 to 15 range, maybe even better. I just, I just don't know. Like, and uh, I just don't see that big points guy anywhere here. Maybe Carson Brown is the guy. But, yeah, give me Cole Nichols. Okay, Dan? Carson Mumford. No, we didn't even talk about Mumphy's fly racing now. Very. Yeah, he's going to have a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JT's on board now with Mumphy. I, I have both Far-X guys on my team, Mumford and Schwartz, right now. Oh, my goodness. I will go Robbie Wageman. This is super cross, For my 100% lead pipe block. Yeah, Dylan Schwartz, super cross. He's he so lucky at Orlando last year. Let's mm. be real. I mean, he's raced like Yeah, he was very lucky. Um, all right. Uh, Stapleton? Paul, no mention? Yeah, well, I we weren't talking about we okay. weren't talking about high handicap guys, but yeah, he's a fourteen. That's the that's 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 my high handicap guy. He can definitely be in the main, but it's tricky with him. He doesn't qualify that good, but he races better. So if he qualifies twenty five, that's enough to put him in the main, in my opinion. Like he always does better than he qualifies. So um, he's had a good off season. He's been riding a lot. Um, he's more experienced in Supercross now. Um, but yeah, I think uh, he's the highest handicap that makes the main event. Did I get everybody's lead pipe locked? Everybody? Not me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Chris Blows. Chris Blows? Zombie Blows? Okay. Yeah. All right. Too. Uh, nice one, JT. Yeah, that, that, uh, we'll see what he can do. He's now uh, got a race tech service center job, so you know he's doing suspension. So he'll be busting that stuff out in the middle of the, uh, of the night show, I guess. His setting should be nice, Dan. then. Yeah. 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 Dan, can I hit you with some Mumford Supercross results? No. Those don't affect <laughs> me. We're better now. Four, four main events. <laughs> You want he me to tell you how Cooper Webb did in 2016 on a Yamaha? I mean, things are different. No, I mean this was this was last year. This was less than 12 months ago. Yeah, I know he's not good, I, or it wasn't good, but I think he's gotten stronger. I think he got better, and he's a seven. Look at the list. Count how many four guys main are there. events, and he's gone 19, 19, 12, 22. That 12th, nice. If he gets a 12th and he's a seven, that's nice. You're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Donnie, where are you at You're with cool. Mumphy? Not picking him at A one. I don't really have anything against this him, but you, you, guys you know, you're not going to win the season in A one, but you can lose it in A one, and I don't want that Carson Mumford energy. <laughs> He's fly racing now, Donnie. You know, I you do like Jalik. I, lo- I love Jalik at a zero. I think it's a great pick. Uh, yeah, Jalik's on my team. I think I think that's a great pick too. Yeah, yeah, factory guy. Dan, you counted down the factory dudes, and yeah, not that many. Um, you know he'll come in ready. Uh, my all my all star is Hamaker. We didn't talk about that, but that's who, I have Seth at a six with only seven factory guys. I think he's seventh or better. It's not going to yeah. be hot, right? He's over yeah. that problem. We know. It's not, JT told me it's going to be I cold. Mean, it was not hot at all. By the way, if you're wondering, it was not hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with Dan. I mean, I think he's a good Supercross rider. Obviously, we saw him on the podium. He won races last year. He's had a great prep. I think him at a six. He has to go top seven to get Max out. Dan's right. I think he does that. No, I'll, I'll go Marchbanks. I'll go one lower Marchbanks for my all-star at a five. A lot of Marchbanks hype. Uh, my my scouts out east. Plus, I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, your east coast scouts have, don't go to the west coast, though. <laughs> I don't understand. All they're doing is watching the same four Yamahas every day. Nah, uh, but they know speed. And uh, Okay. I'll go Marchbanks for my all-star at a five. Where are you at with your Canadian, Cole Thompson? He's a loser. So I, 
Like I. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like I don't like him. So I ain't Isn't he Blue Crew? Though? He is Blue Crew. He I is Blue Crew. Tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No. He... I knew you don't like him. <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't see that response coming. No. Yeah. I can't. I can't He's, do it. Um, I signed him up uh, for the Renthal program, so I got. I. I'm in touch. I'm sorry you did that. That's that's not. Good. It, it is it is coming together last minute. Um, he's working on his own bike. It is a true privateer effort, and he's been pretty factory for a while. So take that as he hasn't ridden Supercross forever. And don't let him people tell you he's a Canadian Supercross. Champion I mean, he, because he those, rode it yesterday. Those tracks, oh. JT could ride those tracks right now and probably be a Canadian Supercross champion. So don't let that fool sway you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. It's been a long time since he rode Supercross. As far as fantasy pick, yeah. You know, uh, Thurry, Dominic Thurry, my East Coast scouts are, are excited about him, but I can't do it. Not at a 10. No, I can't do it either. I can't, I can't do it. I look forward to Hunter Sales uh, breaking some hearts with qualifying times. So, When you look at the 22 in, in this class, there's going to be a couple guys. Oh. It's Brandon, Brandon yeah. Ray, Amari, um, somebody, Sanford. Some, some of these guys are going to make the main event. Jesse Flock. Like Mitchell sure. Falk. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be in the LCQ probably all double digit handicaps going in. Um Carson Brown has um somebody's bike. Right? A team's bike, yeah. right? Masterpool's bike. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I think it'll be one of the better bikes he's ever ridden. I mean, I think they have good engines. I know they have good suspension. Um so yeah, I think he's he's going to he's on a pretty good program, I believe. Right. Uh, Donnie, you mentioned Thomas Doe. Um, I believe you did. Yeah, solid pick all year. Yeah, I don't know which. It sucks because he had such good results last year, but it was also so depleted. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. Um, but I did circle him in the you know seven minutes I had to put some together before before the call. I did circle him as somebody that um, I'm definitely looking at. You know, he's not. I don't expect him to qualify super well, but as long as his time is you know top. He usually qualifies pretty well. So, I mean, if he's, like, top 12 qualifying, I think that would be something I would take a look at. Steve, you know who was good like, last year was Ryan Surratt. Yeah? He was good in outdoors. He was good in outdoors, yeah. He didn't ride Soupy, right? Uh, yeah, he made main events. He did ride Soupy, did and he? he qualifies, like, garbage. And he makes so, main events. Yeah. Yeah, like, his average qualifying last year was, like, 34th. And I think he made three mains. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, he made two mains. He got eighteenth and twentieth. He, he's on a he's on a team now. You know, he's on solitaire, so he's got support and all that. One of those, one of those main events was Daytona. But give me Robbie Wageman. Give me Wageman all day. I like Wageman over yeah. Surratt. Yeah. And remember, RJ is now you know a guy that makes mains uh, or he has. So keep that in mind. I mean, most people will will, no. will get them mixed up. But Robbie is. Robbie. No, is. but but RJ is the guy that his brother. Actually, I don't even see him on the entry list. RJ's hurt. in the 450 class, and he made one main event last year, and it was at Salt Lake City 1, which was like, I think there was like 26 yeah, yeah, yeah. guys signed yeah, up. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, like, never mind, he's on 450s, I didn't, I didn't understand, I didn't realize that, it, so. Is the Fierro guy, the Mexican champion, is he any good at Supercross? Didn't he make a main at Houston, one of the Houstons? Uh, I don't, I'm looking, what coast did he ride? I don't know, whatever one of the Houstons were. I, I just, I seen an email from him just today and said that he was racing, and I think he's like Mexican's champion. I, I really don't know if he's good or not. I, I don't know nothing about him. I don't. Uh, it looks like no main I don't, I don't have him as making a main event. Okay. 
Maybe I'm mixing up somebody. Okay. Uh, I want to I go back to Thomas Doe just because I, I, I think we remember him being pretty good last year, but, God, that coast was easy last year. Like, the people behind – he got eighth in points, and the people behind him um, – I don't know. I just think – I don't know that he'll be as good as his number states he is. Um, all right. Bef- by the way, before we let everybody go here, uh, we got our mulligan feature as well. So sign up for that. Uh, if you don't have phone service or you're, uh, you're, you're dead or um, um, you have a serious accident, you're in the hospital, whatever it is, uh, sign up for the mulligans and uh, we'll get you some points uh, for some of the riders. Donnie, it's a good feature, Donnie, for these, for these people that, that hit us up and say, oh, by the way, I missed, um, I missed the cutoff. Can you please enter my team? Yeah, it's incredible. One of my biggest every year, like my biggest uh, recommendations is, you know, the minute the handicaps drop, set a team of eight. Like just pick just a guy anybody, so yeah, that way just, you definitely yep. don't get zeros. But now you don't even have to do that. No, no, it's fantastic. So those those are signing up really well. Thanks to those people. Um, by the way, Pro Taper 2, I didn't talk about the Pro Taper guys. Uh, Star Racing, they won a bunch of championships with the Star Racing guys, uh, ProTaper.com. They originated the crossbar list bar way back in 1991, and uh, now it comes production on uh, on some motorcycles, ProTaper.com. Thank you to those guys. They got the Sella Start device as well, uh, so please check that out for more information. Our buddy Randy Valade there at, uh, at uh, ProTaper, also a Pulp MX Fantasy uh, player, so um, that's always good to have. All right, let's right, um, before we wrap this thing up, Let's let's go. What's your four? Uh, we've done the locks. I'll, I'll start uh, for each class again. This the recommendations, everybody. So don't uh, you know? Don't um, ch- check practice times, check qualifying times, all that stuff uh, beforehand. All right, as uh, as Donnie said. Well, actually, I'll go FFL too. I'll ask uh, Dan in a second here. My four: March Banks, the All Star, Swole, Wageman, uh, and Carson. All this Carson Brown talk is is I'm, I'm on. I'm in. Uh, I like Carson too, so I'm in. I'm in for Carson Brown now. You guys are all all pumping him up. 450s. Anderson, Muskan, Anstey, Oldenburg will be my uh, choices. Um, uh, all right, Dan, what's your what's your four in each class? My 250. I have Hammaker, Swole, Carson Mumford, and Schwartz. 450s. 450. I have Jason Anderson, Marvin, Sexton, and Alex Martin right now. You have Troll Train. I do. Oh, nice, Dan. All right. I mean, he's raced Supercross for like 16 years. Like, he knows how to get in the main event. That's what I'm saying, and guys like JT just don't believe in him. So, um, JT, who you got? My team, uh, I mentioned Carson Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, my all-star <clears throat> is Colt Nichols, and uh, I just think he's, a, he's kind of a safe pick um, with Jet going out. I just think he's on the podium for sure, and I feel pretty confident with him uh, in that moment, kind of a big moment, and I'm one type deal. I have Blos, who is my lead pipe, as I mentioned, and then I have Swole as my fourth pick. Um, I'm not 100% sold on it, but it just felt okay for for now. Um, and we'll see how he looks on Saturday, but I think the whoops are always a tough spot for him, and I'm kind of in the same mindset with him as I was with Marv on that front. Uh, 450, I have... Marvin, as I previously mentioned, I have Anderson as my all-star, and then I have McElrath and Bogle, but that's those two highly, guys yeah. could change. <laughs> that could they, change. They could change. Um, I feel like my first two are, are pretty much locked in unless a crash happens, but McElrath and Bogle could change. Uh, Paul? Uh, I go Colt Nichols as my all-star, um, and then I'm going to go Vince Fries, uh Robbie Wageman, and Josh Bereese right now. Okay. 
And 450 All-Star will be uh, Ken Roxon, and then I'm going to go um, Sexton, Muscan, and Dino. Donnie? 250s, I got Shimoda, All-Star, Swole, Los, and Carson Brown. And 450s, give me Anderson, Sexton, Muskin, and Bogle. All right, Dan, first to the finish line. Uh, are you picking somebody? Yes, but I don't have an option for Snor Yamaha <laughs> in the 250 class. Can we get like half the points if we pick a team, Marks? Can you look into this? Oh, so you just you just say star guy? Yeah, like yeah. instead of getting the fifteen, like give me seven, and I get I get I get to however many star guys line up for the main event. Okay, all right, well, we'll look into that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I am. I got Christian Craig right now, and yeah, I like it. By the way, I asked. I, I may or I may not have asked Christian Craig if he's switching coasts, and he said no. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen they're all yeah. on the West Coast. The three guys that are racing, I don't see it happening right um okay so motorsport.com whole shot challenge though is different you'll still go with a star guy dan i will okay i will all right so for the whole shot challenge i think uh i'll probably pick the same person that i picked first to the finish line unless the start is like a strange start but um you don't have to pick these everybody that are new people to the game i pick it every weekend because i think it's fun and yeah I'm not. You lose seven. You lose seven points if you get it wrong. You I'm, gain fifteen points. I'm completely out, JT. I think you are too. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I, I would say most likely. You know, the the seven point thing really changed my perspective on it. Um, I'm I'm more willing to take a chance on it. I think I'm in on two fifty for sure, but uh, four fifty maybe not. You're in with who then? I would probably either Christian Craig or Colt Nichols. I, I, we'll see how it goes, but it would be one of those two. Okay. All right. Uh, Paul, thoughts on FFL and motorsport whole shot challenge? I, I think I'm just going to wait the first round. Um, I don't, I don't disagree at all with what uh, with Craig or Nichols. I think they'll be good, but I also think Shimoda is going to be better on his starts than people think, and just changes they made to the motorcycle. And I don't know. I'm just going to skip it the first round. I think because I'll just get angry if I get it wrong. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm out. I think. I mean, Jalik will probably get the whole shot. Honestly, like he's a really. Good I'll take starter. that. Pat. I mean. I'm just saying, it, it, <laughs> there are good starters in this class. I mean, Jalik is a good starter. I mean, well. saying probably get the whole shot, I think is that's that's a strong statement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Colt Nichols to probably get the whole shot. <laughs> uh, Donnie, where are you at with any of these uh, start contests we're doing? Uh, I think Craig is the only person that I would that I would pick in either class, but I'm probably going to sit out the first week. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, I, I think I agree with that. All right. There we go. Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, week one. We'll be back next week. Anything else, boys? Anything else? I don't think so. Nope. Roto, I'm Thanks. stoked you're on board. It's awesome. Great videos. Great work. Thank you so much. I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it. Pulp Mex Fantasy podcast. Fly, Pro Taper, Motorsport, 100% all on board with us. Check out Roto's videos. Check out our expert picks. Motorsport.com, whole shot challenge. Uh, the FFL. Good luck to everybody. Uh, thank you to Yamaha again for uh, all the stuff they do to support the game as well. And uh, Roto, Paul, Dan, JT. Thanks, boys. Thanks. See ya. See ya. See ya.